Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Kyrie Irving is back to his old self, and the Celtics win again against the Detroit Pistons. Coming back at you here at TD Garden, this segment is powered by Robinhood. Head over to GardenReport.Robinhood, where you can earn yourself a free stock in Apple, Sprint, Ford. Sign up today. That is GardenReport.Robinhood.com. Once again, GardenReport.Robinhood.com. Kyrie Irving, 30-plus points again. First time of the season. Season high for Irving, looked like his old self, especially in that third quarter, went into takeover mode, just like we saw so many times last season, and the Celtics, of course, win. I love what Kyrie Irving had to say, but I'll let you have the floor here, Goodman, talking about when to distribute the ball, when to score, being able to make those adjustments. What did Kyrie Irving say in that locker room? That it's all about the hair. No, he, he actually didn't say that, but Jackie that McMullen the, asked him that, about the hair. Why, yeah, right. And uh, it was interesting, obviously. He cut the afro. Uh, burning question. Yeah, it was the burning question in the locker room after the game. But, you know, Kyrie, I think it's going to take some time. It has taken some time, not only for him to get back healthy, but as you said, Joe, like to try to balance. Mm -hmm. Now he's got all these weapons. A year ago, Jason Tatum was just stuck in the corner. Exactly. Yep. You know, there was yep. no Gordon yep. Hayward to worry about and his confidence and making sure he's involved. It was Kyrie's show last year, and it was all about Kyrie when Gordon Hayward went down. Now it's there's so many different people that he's got to worry about. He's never had to do this in his career, it, really at any level. Mm -hmm. It's been all about him. So I, I think that's the thing for him right now is I think he's probably overthinking it. Yeah. And tonight it looked like he just made the shots early, stopped thinking, and, and just started being aggressive. And, again, when the shots fall early, it makes it easier. Yeah, there was no thinking tonight. He even said it towards the end of the game. He wasn't seeing the hands in his faces. You know, he was just flying down court and pulling. And that's what he's done in the past. He hasn't had to worry about offensive balance and getting guys like Jason Tatum the ball. It's been his offense. But there's going to be more games this year, like this past Saturday, where he only scores three points. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be other ones where he goes for 40 or 31, like he did tonight. So it's about finding that balance. But tonight, like he said, he just kind of went into takeover mode. And we're going to see plenty of that. But we'll see plenty of the other side, too. Right. So it, it, it's going to take a little while to, to find that balance. And one thing I like that he said in the locker room as well is the fact that he says, like, look, if this means sacrificing a few losses here and there, yeah. then so be it. The big picture is about the postseason, right? I right. mean, these 82 games, obviously a big chunk of them do matter in terms of, like, seeding. But if you're able to drop a few games and that means you push guys along like Tatum and Jalen Brown to be in the right spots and to be confident enough mm -hmm. to hit those big shots down the stretch, that's going to pay dividends in the postseason. Yeah, I think Kyrie realizes that at the end of the day, right? I mean, he doesn't want to see those double teams. Right. And he shouldn't have to see them that yeah. often with, with what they have out there. And, 
you know, I, I think I was talking to Terry Rozier in the lo- locker room after the game about it, and, and I was saying to him, is it hard because all you guys are trying to figure it out, your roles mm-hmm, and how mm-hmm. to play together? Right. And, and he said, yeah, listen, we all got to understand that it may be our night tonight and then tomorrow night we may end up only playing, you know, 15 or 20 minutes. Right. And, yeah. I, I and then think it's Tatum's again, night or Brown's night. Right. Right. Yeah. I think the, the great thing is you've got a guy like Brad Stevens leading this group, and he's perfect to try to, again, communicate that mm-hmm. and, and, and go and be able to put his arm around a Terry yeah. Rozier after he maybe only plays 15 minutes and tell him, hey, be patient. But I, but I think all these guys are bought in to the end goal because mm-hmm. they were so close last year. Right. Yeah, you can kind of tell. And, and Jalen Brown, he spoke in the locker room after tonight's game, and when he – when he was asked about Kyrie Irving's performance, he said, it's great to see your brother succeed. And I think that's a team mindset that not only he has, but guys like Terry Rozier, Marcus Morris. These guys could be starters like Marcus Morris and mm-hmm. Terry Rozier on other teams. Terry Rozier, has a, he's a contract year. He's going to want to perform. He's going to want to play 25 minutes a night, but that's not always going to happen. But I think right. that mindset is across the board with these guys, and that's really important. I mean, it starts with Brad Stevens, like Jeff said, and that's that's really important. And I think that's been the story all along as well. You know, I think Kyrie Irving has sort of been – I mean, I don't think he went out there purposely to score three points, you know, a few yeah, nights ago. Right. But I think he's had that mindset, and it shows in his, in his stats. I mean, right now – and listen, I know it's a small sample size, but he's actually averaging a career low in field goal attempts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just think that speaks I to – I love it. Yeah, love I love it. it. I think it speaks yeah. to the, the effort yeah. he's putting yeah. forth in terms of getting his guys involved and making sure that everyone's on the same page, that this is a team, pure team basketball, a Brad yep. Stevens-like system that we've seen all along. And whether it's him or whether it's Tatum at the end of the games, everyone has to be ready for the name to be called. Yeah, yeah you should have six guys in double figures. On Every team. night. Really. Yeah, you should. I really mean, at the should. end of the season, for sure. Yeah. Right. You should have yeah. six guys in double figures, and I think Kyrie realizes he's got a lot of mouths to feed. Mm-hmm. And he looks around that locker room and probably doesn't want to upset some of these guys. Sure. I mean, you want to take care of these guys. You want to take care of even a, a Terry Rozier, who he knows is in a contract year. Yeah, as the lights go off here. But, yeah, I mean, it's Never, it, there's it a, always happens. It, it always happens. happens. Yeah, it always happens. But there's a lot of mouths to feed. And look at a guy like Marcus Morris. I mean, yeah. he's been the most consistent yeah. and efficient guy on this team, a team with Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum. So they'll figure out the balance. It's going to take a little while. But up to this point, Kyrie's done a great job with kind of leading the way and and sacrificing a lot of those points. Yeah, you know what? The Celtics, along with Kyrie Irving, of course, do have another challenge waiting for them Thursday night against the Milwaukee Bucks. The undefeated Milwaukee Bucks, 7-0, and will come into TD Garden Thursday night for a showdown nationally televised between the Celtics and the Bucks. Hey, everyone. Looking to get your feet wet in the stock market game, but just a bit intimidated by it all? Say no more. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They make it for everyone, not just the wealthy, and you'll actually understand it too. Did I mention there aren't any commission fees? Other brokerages will charge up to $10 per trade, but not Robinhood. The other cool thing I really like about it is it groups stocks and collections, like 100 Most Popular, or sectors like social media, uh, and curated categories like female CEOs. You want ratings from analysts? That's there too. So listen up. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. All you got to do is sign up at gardenreport.robinhood.com. That's gardenreport.robinhood.com. The struggle continues for Gordon Hayward, but does this mean that it's time for Brad Stevens to make a change? This segment is powered by Robinhood. Head over to GardnerReport.Robinhood where you can get a free stock like Apple, Sprint, or Ford. That's GardnerReport.Robinhood.com. Get yourself signed up today. Gentlemen, 
I know we keep talking about Gordon Hayward. We keep oh. talking about the struggles. But do you think that it's time for Brad Stevens to maybe switch up the starting five, maybe have him come off the bench? Could that help him push things along here? Goodman, let's start with you. You know, I think it could help Gordon, but I don't want to mess with Marcus Morris right now. Yeah. You know, and that's part of the problem right now is if, if you start making moves, listen, Gordon's going to be fine. It's going to take a while, and that's what people are going to have to realize. It might take 40 games. It mm. might take the whole year until he starts to feel like himself again. So if I'm Brad Stevens, I stick with him. I show confidence in him until it gets to a point where maybe you're not winning and you have well, to make a move. That's the question at this point. Is he hurting the team? I mean, listen, he's not helping the team a ton. You know, I have one player in, in the Pistons locker room tell me, like, yeah, he doesn't look like himself. He's not moving well uh, laterally. He's not aggressive. He's not assertive. He doesn't have that, that pop to him right now. But, but again, they're still winning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's the overall yeah. picture here. I mean, the Celtics are still winning. We didn't see him at the end of the game against the Pistons. But he did clock in 25 minutes, three for 10, six points. Yeah, a bit of a just, setback compared to his last game, right? I mean, he, he was in yeah. double figures, very efficient, got to the hoop. Got to the hoop, you know, Tuesday night as well. But we're just not seeing that sort of consistency that we were used to seeing. That's Gordon the thing, Hayward. he can't piece two, two games together. Right. And on top, on top of that, he seems to be very, very, very um, hesitant mm-hmm. driving to the basket. Yeah. Except on the baselines. Granham mentioned that in the press, press box. On the baselines, he seems to be... There's no gear. There's, There's no, no gear. gear there. And yeah. not like Gordon had a huge gear before, but right. he was he was athletic, mm-hmm. and, and you're not really seeing that right now. But, again, I, I don't think you mess with his confidence. And I think even if you put him on the bench, it's not like people kind of are going to view him the same way. They're still going to look at his numbers, his effectiveness, whether he's starting or coming off the bench. Yeah, I, I just think, think if the overall result is still, you know, it still wins coming out of it, that's the case. then you just keep what, things the way they are. I mean, you see the way Marcus Morris is doing off the bench. Why shake the boat? And yeah. obviously other guys off the bench are doing their thing as well. So, I mean, you, once you put someone into the starting five, you bump him out, at what point do you make that switch again? Does Gordon Hayward become the bench player for the season? I just think it's way too early to make that kind of change. And the point is really, it's well taken. You don't want to goof with Marcus Morris right now because he's arguably the best player on the t- yeah. He's playing the most, the best consistent, most consistently. Most consistently. Yeah. Correct. Without, yeah. Without Andre Drummond told me that. Yeah. He said that tonight after the game. He said, you know, he, Marcus played with Detroit, obviously, right. and, and Andre, and he said, yeah, I'm happy for him. He's playing great. He's been their best player so far. The, the difference, too, is, and you were around last year, he came in late. He was out of shape, clearly, and he was unhappy with his role coming off the bench. This year, he's embracing coming yeah, off the bench. He's embracing the yeah. culture, and he's yeah. almost lighting. He's, he's loosening up a very intense locker room. And yeah. that's the flexibility you get for this kind of type of team, right? I mean, you're able to plug in a guy like Marcus Morris when Gordon Hayward is not feeling it. You're able to plug in a guy like Marcus Smart when you need more on the, on the defensive end at the end of the game. So, I mean, Brad Stevens is the type of guy that doesn't really consider or doesn't take – who starts so seriously in comparison to but other players? It's about who, way, but who the finishes. players still do. I don't care what anybody yeah, says. But from I a mean, pride standpoint, from a pride most standpoint, of them do. Yeah, but so. but I guess on this team, I think everybody knows they're going to get their turn. Right. And nobody's playing, you know, eighty-two games here. I mean, they, they're just not. I yeah. mean, you know, I, I think even you know Gordon Hayward probably. I, I think the only way he comes off the bench, I think, is if Gordon Hayward goes to Brad Stevens and, and says, says "You know him. what? I think it's best for the team." Yeah. 
Bring me off the bench. Marcus deserves it. And I wouldn't put it past them for yeah, doing that. I wouldn't either. And maybe that is what he needs to get himself back into it. But right now, I mean, it's still technically October. Let's just yeah. pump yeah, the brakes a bit. Down. Let's <laughs> settle right. down a bit. But let us know what you think. Hit us up in the comment section as usual. YouTube, God Report, CLNS Media. Should Gordon Hayward remain in the starting five or should he start coming off the bench? What do you think?